Jim, James, Tim. What's his name? I wrote it down. Jeff. <laughs> Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey this Lord is- show. Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy. How are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. <laughs> Jeff. The Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Oh, Jeffrey. If you don't love the Lord, you're F and F. Like, really, is this the level that you sunk to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord. Hey, 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 welcome to the Funky Town Podcast. I am your host, Jeffrey Lord. Hi, speaking of the devil, the devil, the Lord. Speaking of Jeffrey Lord. All right, I don't know. One day we're going to get this right. All right. Have a seat. Can you hear it? Here comes the train. Uh, All right, got the train. All right, everybody, we got a big, big show tonight. Big show. I'm just going to keep it simple. We're going to have two songs in an interview, and they're all going to be by the same individual. So um, tonight's interview is going to be with Caleb Stanislaw. Now, hopefully, if you're listening, you're familiar with Caleb, um, and you know who he is, and you're like me, and you miss seeing him and talking to him and hearing from him. Caleb was, uh, he used to live just a couple of blocks from me. He lived right down the street in my neighborhood. Um, used to see him randomly all the time. And I always loved seeing um, Caleb randomly, you know, around the, the, the neighborhood. And I miss him that he's not here. And uh, one day, man, just got, you know, was like, where'd Caleb go? And he's like, yeah, he packed up his family and moved. It was right around the time of covid and so i you know said he wanted to get out of dodge get out of get out of the big city and go somewhere smaller and apparently that's what he did you know i hadn't heard from him or seen him or heard anything about him for a couple years you know at least and then um yeah the other day on facebook i saw that he had posted something um said that he had a new outfit that he was promoting called shine i yell and uh not only that um there's a couple of songs out that he did and uh he'd already released one and he was promoting his second one and i was like ah i missed the first one so i went and checked it out and then checked out the second one I was like this is really cool and um kind of started talking to caleb um in the DMs and was like, Hey man, you know, it's like, I do doing the podcast again, right? But I'm calling people. We're just talking on the phone. I know you're not in town anymore, but you're a phone call away. So, you know, is it cool if I call you and, and talk to you and kind of see what you've been up to and, you know, see where you're at and see what you're doing and kind of learn a little bit more about, you know, this band that I'm hearing is like, I didn't know if, you know, it was just him or if he had a band or if he played all the instruments and, um, and so yeah so i got to do it so i got to call him i got to talk to him i got to find out where he is and what the band's about what the music about and it's it's super cool and it's like i want to tell you all about like what i found out right now but why i could just let you find out with me you know so um 
to call him, interview him, and then, uh, well, actually, what we're going to do is we're going to play, so he's got two tracks out. One of them is called The Legend of Lizzie Briscoe, and we're going to play it first, and then after that, we're going to have the interview. After the interview, we're going to play a second track called The Deserter. And so, um, both of them are super cool. They're kind of um, historical, I guess, in theme. Not necessarily well, I mean, I was going to say not necessarily true, but not necessarily not true either. So you'll know what I'm talking about. Well, we talk about what the song's about. But yeah, it's it's really cool. It has, um, all the song is kind of tied to where he is, where he's living, um, and some of the history that goes on there. So this is one of those Funky Town podcasts. I guess it may be like one in like a bunch because I don't ever, you know, talk about anything other than bands from Fort Worth or from Texas at the, at the very least or things going on you know, here in the old Lone Star State, but we have someone who is a funky town resident who is no longer here. He's gone away, and now he's over there. And so we're going to find out, you know, what he's doing. We're going to talk about that. So it's cool. We're going to take a little road trip, a little field trip out of the old Lone Star State. And so next week or not even next week but in, in a few days we just had the fort worth weekly um come out with the best of and it's also got the nominations um for fort worth weekly music awards so that's pretty cool and i really wanted to talk about it so instead of splitting time between the fort worth weekly and caleb i figured this week i'll do um just just caleb i think it'll, it'll be good that way it's a nice it'll be a nice wrap wrapped up Wrap, wrap it up nicely. It'll be just a single thing. And then um, I think in a couple of days I'm going to come in here and sit down with the Fort Worth Weekly. We're going to go through the best of some of the winners and everything and then go through the weekly awards, um, the nominations, maybe play some music from that. And so I'll do that in a couple of days and hopefully have it out maybe before a hashtag Funky Friday. But this week, like I said, we have Shine I Yell. That's Caleb Stanislaw's new outfit. And this is the first song they released. It's called The Legend of Lizzie Briscoe. And you're hearing it first here on the Funky Town Podcast. One bad night down on Possum Trot. Jimmy Stills' wife's surly water broke. Called a Lizzie Briscoe through the stormy sky. Here she come riding through. Child to this life brand new So much blood So much truth Screaming in the night Like a wildcat crying Journey of the living Through the land of the dying From this mountain I have pondered Heaven's star In a baby's eyes See the See 
Now it's time for our interview. What's up, man? Hey, Caleb Stanislaw, you old so-and-so. What's up, Jeffrey? How's it been, man? Good. It's been real good. Yeah, um... How, how, how are things in the fort? Um, man, it's a little different, but it's mostly the same. Like, I don't, post, I don't know. Post-pandemic? Um, yeah, you know, um, masks just closed. Man, it's outside. They had, what? They had I their, didn't know that. Yeah, they had their last show f- um, this past Friday, a few days ago. The Royal, the Royal Suns closed it out. And so, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. To hear that close. Yeah, yeah, I am t- I'm, I'm not sure why. I don't know what the rumor is or anything. Um, I usually stay out of that that kind of stuff. But yeah, I was real bummed about that too. But that's the most, I think, recent news. Um, and Lola's um, also moved. Dude, they're heard that. right down the street from the house now. I mean, it's on the from corner. your house over on Forest Park at the old uh, the the New Moon. Um, yeah, it's been so many different things, but yeah, it's across the street from the Taco Bell right there on 8th and, um, and Barry. Yeah. Maunder, Maunder had the moon 2.0 there. Okay. Yeah. Th- it, it was a few different things. And so, yeah, but, um, yeah, I've seen a couple of shows there. In fact, I just saw Denver there a couple weeks ago. He did, um, he was uh, doing his eight year anniversary of hood cream and he did that whole album and, um, and released like a little um, twenty-minute documentary as well. Wow! I've just—I didn't even know all that, and I feel like silly for not knowing that. But of course, I love Denver. I'm uh, in hood cream. I—I I have hood cream uh, tattooed on me somewhere. I'm sure. Oh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> no, no, maybe not, but like probably. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, man. So. uh I was going to t- 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 tell you, so like lately, okay, so like as far as like what's been going on with me, like right before, right, right around the first of the year, I started having some heart issues. And then so over the next couple of months, I had two or three, well, two, see, I don't even know. It's like, that's, it's so many that I don't even know. I thought, because I was thinking it was three, but I think I have three total, but I have two put Bro, in. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah, didn't so, know you. So I had some stints put in and, um. But I've been doing everything right. I quit smoking, and I've been um, we got a yep. uh, um, we got a membership at the YMCA, so I've been doing like the treadmill stuff and all all that, and, and like working out. I'm telling you this because every every night I walk the dog, and a, a lot a lot of times it's like I don't remember exactly which street that 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 you were on, but I know that I walk up and down those streets that were right by my house that you used to live like right over Travis yeah. Avenue. Okay, yeah, it was on Travis. And so she's, yeah, she's Travis, Travis Avenue, actually, I think as the crow flies, I mean, we couldn't have been more than a pistol shot, maybe two from each other. Yeah, you know, for real. And so, straight line. Um, and so I walk around there all, all the time. So I've been thinking about you lately just because I've been walking around over there. I was like, yeah, you know how cool, cool it would be here if Caleb still lived here. And uh, I'm walking the dog, and he steps outside, and he's like, hey, man. I'm like, hey, because I, I did see you a couple of times. Yeah, we did. You know? Well, and I would see your kids hanging around, and yeah. uh, and my kids would ride bikes around. I mean, that neighborhood, it, it uh, that 
that neighbor, that immediate neighborhood is not great, but if you just get, you know, a little, again, a couple pistol shots away, uh-huh. it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice, you know. So you can kind of like. Yeah, because half the time I'll go away from where you lived over to the Ryan Place side, and I'll walk around over there. It's a little nicer, um, you know, it just depending. Because if it's starting to get dark, then I sometimes I'll stay. I won't go towards Hemp Hill. I'll go towards, you know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, Who would go towards Hemp Hill? I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, but no, so, so I was just thinking about you. I mean, seriously, I'm not saying it because, you know, we're well, you talking got, now. But, you got the sticker in the mail, right? Well, I know, but this is before that. I, I was thinking about you. And then, and then all of a sudden, um, I saw on Facebook where you had some new music out. I'm like, what is this? And I listened to it. I'm like, this is really cool. And then you asked, you know, then you got my address and sent me um, the sticker of the Buffalo. And, um, and so I was like, okay. And so this is cool. Um, So it's a new thing, man. I'm I'm on a new slant. Uh, You know, of course the pandemic hit uh, all of my bands, Chilamundo, Deep Sleepers, The Hendersons, mm-hmm. uh, just everything. Uh, of course, some of those bands I was just a auxiliary piece to, but man, I you know I, I just I loved those projects, all of them. They were so good. They were, even even when they weren't great, they were so good. Okay. You know, yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, um and then we also had some great moments some beautiful moments but uh but no i mean the pandemic screwed everything up up i moved away because honestly just with with no traction in fort worth there was no way to make a living that that was enough to to be where we were a mile and a half south of downtown in a big house that with taxes that were too high. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the taxes in Fort, Fort Worth were just astronomical when we were, and that kind of chased us off because we just couldn't afford to live there because we owned our home and we bought it cheap. And then, you know, yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then property values just started uh, every, every year I would look at protest. I would claim homestead, all of those things. And there was nothing that, that would, would affect the meteoric rise of the value of the property. So, uh, so we moved and then, and then we moved again to Arkansas. We, and Arkansas is awesome. Have you ever been to Arkansas? No, no. Oh, I, you I should just been. drop what you're doing and just grab the family and just run away to Arkansas. Cause it's great. <laughs> it's so cool, man. I'm outside right now. It's like 62 degrees stars in the sky. No, uh, no, I'm totally jealous. I can hear coyotes howling. My dogs are running around the woods. We, we live so far out in the woods out here that we, you got to keep a, a loaded rifle by the door for varmints. Yeah. 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 For, to, to protect the chickens and everything. There's bears in my neighborhood, man. Oh, really? It's like so crazy. There's bears, coyotes. My wife's seen a wolf. Like, uh, I don't know, probably Bigfoot, too. I don't know. So, um, where? how close is your closest neighbor? Um, my closest neighbor is far enough away where in the morning I can walk outside buck naked and take a leak in the front yard and not, like... Who cares? Right. 
Nobody cares, except for, you know, it might horrify my own family or sure. any guests we might have. <laughs> They're like, why is Dad outside in the front yard again peeing naked? And he's naked out in front. <laughs> Let me give you a towel. Like, well, this is no. Arkansas. That's how we do it here. <laughs> it's Arkansas. No, I wear overalls all the time because we live on a hill. Everything's downhill, uphill, downhill, everything. Nothing's on level ground. That's I'm a flatlander, man. I'm from Texas. Like, I had to adapt. That's funny. Yeah, I used to watch um, a couple of, um, on YouTube. It was a fishing group. It was this, this uh, they were called Jay and Cole. And it's this girl named Jay and her husband, Cole. Super cute couple. But they were in Arkansas. And they just fished around their, 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 their house. And I was like, man. I was like, I always heard that Arkansas was pretty. But some of the places they went, I was like, it's gorgeous. And they got some really good fishing. Dude, there's waterfalls, there's catfish, there's bass, there's trout, there's streams, there's springs. Like if you if you're all about swimming holes and like vistas, I mean that's what's inspiring my music right now is this natural place we moved to. We just ran away from the city, man, like and uh took a lot of chances and you know, you end up out in the middle of nowhere and I'll just tell you right now, if I was gonna go get a six pack of beer it would take me probably an hour and a half to get there and back <laughs> to go get a six-pack. Yeah. That's how far away a six-pack of beer is. Like, if you come out here, you know, we don't let uh, supplies leave the house unless they're going to be immediately consumed, you know? Yeah. It's too hard to get something out here. Bar of soap, towel, gallon of gas. You know how far away the gas station is? Like... To get a, to refill a gas tank is a is a sixteen mile round trip. Oh wow, wow! That's how far out in the middle of it. But but again, we're a mile away from the Buffalo National River Park. That's where so it's cool. completely. It's a dark sky park. I'm looking at the stars right now. I can see every star in the sky. Oh yeah. Oh. Like I'm out here in the woods right now and. It's just me and you. It's just me and these cell phone signals and like some some white oaks and some 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 post oaks and some hickory trees and probably coyote over here looking at my chickens. Nah, dude, I dream about this every day. I mean, I'm driving around through this big city and and yeah, just like I was like, all all I want to do is just buy some land in the middle of nowhere and just get away from it all you know that's, well that's what we everybody, did it man know, we I, did it and it's worth it uh, it's worth it james amish just moved to um tennessee he bought some land out there who did james amitz the keep fort worth funky oh, guy yeah yeah man i just gotta say this like the quality of life and the quality of the air i mean i hate i hate to cause a rush for the rural areas but i'll just say this man like i don't even miss a city after getting away from it, it's too polluted. It can't even go back there. It's too loud. It smells bad. Like, you don't realize what it is until you get away from it. And it's honestly the cost of living is less because you change what you want. Yeah. You know, because all of a sudden, I'm not going to go spend $100 at the bar because there's no bar to go to mm -hmm. and if anywhere. Want, so if, if so we're going to spend $100 on stuff to make our own stuff in the hills moonshine you okay know? yeah <laughs> no i'm exaggerating but it's basically that yeah you know? no i think that's awesome you know yeah you just never go into town like how often like do you have to go in and get groceries like once a month or because you can't just go in whenever you want you have to like make it a big trip and go get a whole bunch and then come back and store it 
Well, you got to try to do that because otherwise you're wasting gasoline driving around. Yeah. So if you go to town for something, it's got to be efficient. You're going to go to the... Of course, it's another world out here. It's basically just anywhere in Texas 30 years ago. Right. Early 90s. Okay. Every, everything's slow. Nobody's in a hurry. The roads, like you trade the traffic of town for curvy, dangerous roads that are impassable in bad weather. Like, it's it's just another world. I don't know. I don't know how much I'm help helping your uh, your podcast right now. But basically, man, like I'm just plugging Arkansas really, and that's what I'm doing with my music because my area thrives on tourism. Mm-hmm. We're right by the Buffalo National River. And it's steeped in a rich history from from the native peoples that were here through the settlers and the Trail of Tears went right through where I'm at. Okay. And and there's been moonshiners and there's been deserters. Like I wrote that song about the deserter because during the Civil War, everybody in Searcy County, the county I live in, which again, the whole county I'm in, it's uh, 680 square miles about. And it only has eight thousand people in it. Oh wow! Wow! Like, like it has fewer people in it than Hemphill Heights, probably. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, <laughs> or Fairmount, anyways. Sure. You know, I bet Fairmount's got eight thousand people in it, damn near, anyways. I think you're right. And uh, so that whole population of Fairmount is stretched out over this whole county, and that means that means that uh. You might drive down a gravel road and not pass another car for miles. Yeah, for a long. You time. might drive. You might drive fifteen miles and not see another car. Sometimes it's kind of spooky. Super spooky. If you weren't from here, living here, it'd be really spooky. Yeah, really spooky. So, like, a, I don't know how much uh, you're gonna have to really edit this down, man, because like a lot of this probably isn't relevant to the uh, dude. I don't ever to, do any. <laughs> editing um so but i will say so during the civil war because you brought that up um so they were forcing I, I guess i read somewhere or maybe it was on your your website that um that that arkansas really wasn't part of the confederacy they did pull away from from the union but they weren't really part of the confederacy but they still forced a lot of people a lot of the soldiers to fight for the Confederacy, anyways, so they did have a lot of deserters in that yeah. area, and I guess some of it was fought along the Buffalo River. Well, so there's a little bit of romanticization there. There's a little bit of artistic license, but uh, long story short, um, just north of where the Buffalo River is is a uh, a place called um, Hemden Holler. And uh, Hemden Holler is historically significant because a bunch of deserters all hid out there. Oh, okay. And and it's a, and it's really cool. I haven't actually been there, but it's a it's a super it's like a medium to to hard difficulty hike to a secret waterfall with a bunch of caves. It's surreal. It's basically uh, Peter Pan level shit. Yeah, that's or, cool. or I mean uh, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Okay, that sounds uh, cool though. But these guys hid out because they were being press ganged. They were being rounded up at gunpoint, marched to Little Rock, and they're like, "Either you got to join the Confederate Army, or we're going to shoot you." Yeah. 
And Searcy County was so poor back then that um, really they they didn't even it wasn't relevant the war. And so it was probably more because there weren't there weren't plantations here. This is not farmland. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't. Uh, I mean, obviously the Civil War was about slavery. There weren't slaves of at least in not significant numbers in Searcy County that at least per my research, um, now that might be suppressed. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of haze there because there is a, a, a bad history of, 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 uh, uh, you, you know, uh, kind of whitewashing out, out here, but there's also like, a lot of anarchy, like a, a history of anarchy out here. It's very anarchistic, and uh, so that's that's the kind of side that I've been kind of looking at. Is hey, people weren't engaged with the Civil War in Searcy County, in particular where I'm living, because it wasn't relevant, and anybody that was being made to fight on the Confederate side was forced to fight. They didn't join up willingly, right? And it and it paints everything differently when you're a deserter. When you're the deserter, that song is about a 16 year old kid that is scared to death, running away, doesn't want to fight, and that happened over and over. There's a strong historical record of young men being forced to fight, running away. Yeah, and 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 uh, you know, getting shot for it as a deserter and you're talking about kids and from from a from a modern perspective you know sure i mean for that time period 16 was probably maybe more like our 21 or something because they were getting married at 16 and yeah the age life expectancy is very different uh but still you know the civil war was you're talking about okay so we live we're living in the ozarks and one thing that's probably not translating conceptually is is the difficulty of, of of traversing the terrain out here. Okay. It is every mile is up and down steep hills, deep hollers. They're not hollows. They're not valleys. They're hollers. You know, uh, steep hollers and uh, and 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 mountains basically. Um. So you know, you get a con- you get a little context. You realize that uh, this was an this was not an easy place to survive, anyways. So the deserter just seeks to dignify uh, a kind of person that existed during the Civil War. It doesn't seek to justify or explain anything. Um, just like the Valley of Lizzie Briscoe doesn't seek to justify or explain anything. It just simply just points to the fact that life is hard filled with hard choices uh-huh. in a time when you know abortion rights and everything are under scrutiny like we need to remember that anybody that's getting an abortion is already having a bad day right you know they're already having a bad day they don't want to be there you know let's yeah. let, let, let let's let these hard moments in life be dignified by being respected and not questioned and scrutinized. You know, that, that that's what we need to be looking at. As, as population grows and and it, it, things change, we just need to remember to dignify the individual 
and to making their own choice insofar as society can accommodate you making your choice. And I think society can be pretty wide and wide armed and, and embracing, yeah. you know? And so that's what Lizzie Briscoe is about is like, Hey, let's just, uh, was she like a midwife? Let, less narrow, narrow. Yeah. She was a midwife that delivered over a thousand babies in her life. Wow. A thousand babies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, imagine what you see when you experience life and death All that right. many times. Because sometimes, you know, the delivery doesn't go well. Well, it, back then, the life expectancy of the mother was, you know, practically 50-50. Right, right. During birth, mm-hmm. childbirth. So what does um, Shine Eye Yell mean? Is there a Shine Eye River or part of the buffalo river is it called shinai or oh yeah there's a place on the buffalo which is the namesake of the band a place called shinai which is kind of special to me i moved out here and it's a neat spot on the river where if you look all the way up river and all the way down river you can see that it falls feet in elevation within your view and it's the river's at an angle in front of you it's really beautiful Awesome. But it looks still smooth and placid just because the angle's gentle and sloping over a long distance. That's so like, it's kind of a special spot. And uh, Shine Eye Yell, you know, I was looking for something unique, but uh, I also um, was wanting something kind of intimate about the place I'm in that people would get that are close by. And uh, Yell, Yell is also. Um, a common last name out here as well as a county name oh really out here yell county is just to the north of us northeast okay see i, I thought maybe it was like native american you know like a like a yale you know like a native well american you know like the a, connotation like uh uh you know yell i mean maybe i'm trying to reappropriate the idea of a rebel yell and turn it into something more inclusive Okay. Maybe you know. Yeah, sure. So and, the into 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 you know because what we really love and what I'm all about is history and remembrance, but also nature and inclusiveness and making sure everybody gets a, sh- a, a, ch- a chance to enjoy something so beautiful. I mean, everybody needs to come visit the Buffalo River. It's amazing. And is it a state park or a national park? It's the first national river ever. Yeah, I, I I did read that, and it it was in um, I think nineteen seventy two, so it's fifty this year. Yeah, yeah, or last year, yeah, yeah, it's fi- or this year actually, yeah, it's fifty years old, and yeah, I mean it's uh, there's a long and controversial history there, and I'm writing about that, and I'm going to explore that more in the songs to come. That's why it's it's Buffalo National River songs volume one and i fully intend to do volume two and three and maybe even four and uh this first album will be coming out probably around spring break okay uh, that's what we're aiming for maybe <clears throat> like but a- i'm going to be putting out singles every two or three weeks in fact i've got two singles coming out on october 7th oh nice okay they're not all relevant to the project some of them are but uh we're just putting out material as we produce it but like, Me and my bandmate, Scott. But the first two are relevant. The ones that we talked about, Lizzie Briscoe and um, and The Deserter, yep. are relative to the to the story. And the, uh, I think that's 
that's so cool. And then you're going to release some. So is is it going to end up being like a full length? Oh man, there's so many songs. I mean, we've got probably uh, 14 songs slated for this album, and another 30 we're working on. I mean, we've got a ton of material, Scott and I, and we're just trying to produce so much uh and we can only get together a couple times a week and we're just being so fresh like the the crazy thing is the songs we were just released i mean literally a week before they came out they were still in the works still being okay played mixed mastered those songs weren't even written july 1st of this year both are new since then you know and uh we're, we're trying to be really fresh and and actually um scott he's uh he's pushing he's a long time industry guy and we've 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 gotten the attention of some uh some people that uh are are kind of excited about our project so we're so we're really trying to you know up the ante with the next release you know just keep oh, it yeah, coming for sure um I do want to ask you about Scott, but before that, do you think there'll be um have you tried to, or do you think you'll be able to maybe get any sort of um, like local or state uh, art type grants since you're doing like historical stuff that goes with, you know what I mean? It's kind of promotes. I wonder if you can get like any kind of government funds that'll help you make the album since it, since it has to do with the, with the history of the state and of the, you know, of the Buffalo river and stuff. I don't know how, how that stuff works, but that would be interesting. Well, you, you know, you mentioned that, and we are trying to reach out to some organizations like the Tourism Board mm-hmm. and uh, and other things to just uh, hopefully they'll want to utilize some of this music because you know, I, I'm, like I've got a song coming down the pike that I don't want to say too much, but it's like a really accessible. Uh, get in your head kind of song about floating on the river, you know, okay, and sure, it, like, sure. and like, so you need that next to the historical song. And I'm working with a, a really great dude, so he's got a lot of insight into crafting stuff that's appealing, hopefully. And, um, anyways, long story short, yes, we're trying to work with government insofar as. Uh, they're willing, and I'm getting more interest every day. You know, I'm just trying to push it and, and and trying to keep it real. And and also, you know, I find these songs when I'm really uh, writing stark, honest things, people respond to it. And uh, so I'm just trying to use that as a formula right now awesome. going forward. So your partner, Scott Hoffman. Yeah. Um, so I, I just did like a just a little bit of – of research, but one of the first things I I did notice that um, he played bass and drums and produced um, an album that was nominated for a Grammy, so that's pretty cool. And yeah. Then, and then um, I looked at his sub uh, Subterra music page, and it's got a lot of really interesting looking bands and stuff on there. And uh, he seems like he's well, a very accomplished player. Um, yeah, he's yeah. my drummer and producer uh he's a world-class sound engineer and i really didn't know how important sound engineering was until i met this guy and uh he's got the most simple setup i've ever seen uh-huh. of any guy i've ever worked with um it's really clean it's really good he's got 
just really decent stuff and he's able with with his expertise to to get some really good i mean you can sound how good those guitars sound on those recordings for sure uh-huh it's like what and the bass is so poppy and the kick drum is there and he's just down to basics and he's he's a purist you know he's like if the bones aren't good then fuck it let's not do it you know right <laughs> sorry i don't mean to curse on your podcast you did your but uh uh, well, my, our kids are going to listen. No, it's fine. They're, they're going to go. <laughs> um, but he's just a pro. And I've just worked with a lot of people that I really like, but some of them uh, talked a big game and didn't know what they were talking about. And, uh, and that became apparent working with somebody like this guy who's, he knows more about microphones and preamps and cables than probably almost anybody on the planet oh uh, nice i mean i mean he's he's that he's that level of a scholar yeah and uh that's why that's one of the that's the thing that scott brings is he's scholarly about music he's scholarly about sound he wants to get the best sound possible he's not going to experiment and freaking try and put your amp in a trash can and and <laughs> mic it mic it with it mic it with a you know i don't know what you know sure like there's time and a place for an experimental sound but there's sometimes you just have to capture what's happening right and he's like the king of capturing what's happening that's cool and it, it really shows with his was his he, he's got an incredible resume he's worked with everybody man uh that, that's awesome yeah no, I, I think that has to work on this kind of an album you, you don't really want a lot of experimental stuff because there is a time and place for that i love that kind of stuff i love stories where they do weird stuff you know with guitar amps or you know but um oh yeah the guitar amp was swinging from a mic cable yeah or they'll have like, those little bitty yeah. pocket amps you know and they'll have them on 10 but they'll have like a five thousand dollar mic in front of it so it's just, just a sturdy or whatever and that's cool you know but yeah but for this like so you do all the guitars and and the bass and and the vocals no, he Scott does the harmonies mm -hmm. and the and all the percussion. Okay, and I, and I'm doing yeah acoustic, all the, all the electric, and bass and lead box, and that's it. Nice. And I mean, I know that's a lot, but I don't have I don't have my stable of of amazing players. I miss Zach Mayo. I miss Denver. I miss I miss Neil. I miss Nick. Uh -huh. I miss Luther. I miss Nolan. Like I would love to make music with those guys, but. I don't, I don't have those guys around me right now, so it's all falling. You know, all the all the string bending is falling to me. You know. Yeah. Now, you can always reach out later because these days, I mean, you can send a few files over to one of these guys, and they can put their stuff over it and send it back to you. And you know what I mean? There's people that that make records together and are never in the same room the whole time that it's being made. In fact, Boston, Boston was made that way. Oh, yeah. Sending tapes across the country. Yeah, the first Boston <laughs> album. Isn't that cool? That was like 76. Yeah, and it's way easier to do it now. Yeah. I mean, dude, it would what with Dropbox and all that. Sure. And what a beating that would be, but having to like line up tape and sync it up per perfectly. Now it's just a press of a button. I'm sure it all can just sync up right up, you know. Probably. And so... Well, dude, that's so cool, man. I really like the, um, I like this project. I, I like this idea. Like I said, I just saw it and I was like, this is cool. I like the artwork. I like the, the dog in the canoe. Um, you know, I'm, I love any kind of 
water stuff. Maybe it's because I'm a Pisces, so I'm a fish. Uh, well, I'm a Pisces, so, yeah. so cheers, bro. Yeah, right? So, you know, I always like this kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's, the, you know, it's got the National River. It's, uh, you know, I like everything about it that, that I've heard so far. On the website, it says something about being like a country band. And like I said, I've only heard two songs. And it's like, it, is, it, it isn't what I would classify as country but i don't know what i would classify it as you know and so maybe that's because well, it is because it is kind of like an americana as far as you know it, it well it, a, it is americana and uh i guess country came up because for some reason americana funnels down to country sure like on at, the, at on the macro on the macro uh level it's kind of country i guess and I get it, you know. I it is. Get it. it is. I mean, because it's kind of that way. It's kind of folky, um, you know. Not, it. It's good, and I think if you like country and western music, I think you'll like this. You know, this is one of those things um, where there there are some bands that just kind of fit in that middle to where it's like you can like country and like this band. You can like rock and roll and you'll like this band. Or, you know, you can like folk and you'll like this band. Um, yeah, it's got that you know that folky bluesy country kind of feel to it. At least, like I said, I've only heard two songs, but, but the two songs that I've heard, I'm just, I'm so stoked about the next couple. Well, they're 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 going to be good, uh, man. Uh, the next couple songs, actually, one of them is totally off topic, different song entirely, but the other one is. I'll just give a little sneak peek. It's about something you find in the woods. Um, actually, all the songs coming out relevant to the project are about something you find in the woods. You know, we've got one coming about ginseng, maybe one about Bigfoot, maybe, uh, you know, uh, lots of stuff. Oh, and, cool. Like some, some cool surprises. That's awesome. I mean, I'll keep an eye on it. Um, I'll be watching the Facebook feed. You're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, You're, Apple Music. You are my street team right now. Actually, you know, I, I want to send you like an official hoodie, street team hoodie, and uh, a bunch of stickers, and have you help me like uh, push this in the in the DF Dove over there. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll I'll put some up at the at some of the local bars and stuff. Some of the stickers up in the bathrooms, <clears throat> so people will see your name around and. We need know. some like two foot wide by one foot tall stickers to just cover all the other band stickers with. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> when is somebody going to do that? I don't know. Then all the other bands will probably just get to get together and cover that one sticker up with all the little stickers. Yeah. A war of attrition. Right. Truly. <clears throat> so, like, Russia could take a hint, you know? Yeah, but you'll have to. Um, once you get it all done, are you gonna? Do you think you'll do any kind of touring with it? Like, do you think you'll come here and try to play any shows here? Well, man, I mean, you know, people. So I mean, dude, it wouldn't I'm, be that hard to to get a gig. Well, I know somebody down there. I'm sure, but you know, I just uh, it's so far, and my life is up here. Like, I think I would like to come to DFW and play a show, but I couldn't even. I couldn't even make the Deep Sleepers project uh, come to fruition. And that was actually its own small tragedy. And I just want to sh say a shout out to those dudes. Because yeah. I love them and I miss them. And I wish we could have finished that project. But uh, will I come to Fort Worth and play a show? Man, I will. I will if y'all want me to. How about okay. that? 
Right. Well, at least it's not a no. You just you get, so. How far away are, are you? Um, five hundred miles away. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, so I mean, it's at least eight hours. It's a solid eight, maybe nine. Maybe nine. All right. Yeah, that's no, okay. I, but I, I have lost no love for Funky Town, but man, I just we're so far away now. I'm on Arkansas now, I guess. And uh, but you know, I'm cool with it because uh, Arkansas wanted me, you know, really bad. And there, it's it's been really great to immerse myself in the culture here. It's beautiful and stark and. And there's not a lot. Uh, there's not a lot of people out here. You know, it's mostly nature and animals, and um, um, it's a different life. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I'm thankful for everything that happened in Fort Worth. I, I I don't know why, but your podcast is becoming a sweet little goodbye kiss to Fort Worth, and I I, I do miss y'all. But man, I just I'm here now. And, no, and, no, dude, and we all miss you too. And man, anytime you want to talk. You know, you can just send me a message and say, "Hey, man, can I come on this week? I got something I want to talk talk, talk, talk about. I want, you know, whatever." I'm like, "Sure, I'll you know, I'll call you and, and we'll put put you on." Because even though you're you're there, you're still a Funky Town person, you know. Well, I was born in Fort Worth. I, I, I perhaps have as much right to be there as anybody. Of course, you do. You know, but uh, but you know what, man, the scene there. I just I hope it's strong and good. I miss all the. I mean the grotto, the Lola. The grotto's gone. That's been gone. I know. For okay. I know it's been gone for years. But uh, rec room, also gone. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I know it's gone. The name of like, the ones are the cellar. It's also gone. The aardvark. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Aardvark's gone. Is the pub gone now too? <laughs> Probably. What was Will the one? you just go have a, a pint at the Bull and Bush for me until until them tell Nick that he's doing something great? Yes, yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've ever been there. That's the one over, kind of like in Montgomery. Area. Montgomery, yeah, right across the street from Dickies. Yeah, I've had, no, the Bull and Bush. Like they've never had live music, but they have the best beer in town. All right, I'll get over there. You know, I haven't been. I've only been going out and seeing shows. Now they have. There's a place called Tulips here now, which um, gets some really good shows in. Um, do, you, do you know what's better than roses on uh-huh. a piano? <laughs> Tulips on an organ. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. yeah. I love it, dude. That's, that's one of my favorites. That's a good one. It is a good one. But uh, last night at Tulips, um, King Kong and Barbecue Show, whatever, played. If I could go to any show again that's going on right now, it would go to see whatever Ben Hans is doing. I don't like, know what Ben's ben up to Hans, right now. I wonder what he's doing, because I know it's the Kush, like, and the everything, but whatever Ben... Here's a shout-out to Ben Hans. I love you, Ben Hans. Yeah. You're welcome to visit in Arkansas anytime and make music with me. Yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure he's up to something cool, but I'm not sure what it is. I, I think the Kush is still going on strong. I hope so. They were a good band. So yeah, no man, you never know. You Shout might, you might, you might get a few people that are that say, you know, screw it all. I'm moving to Arkansas with Caleb, and you'll have a little pipeline going from here to there. I got a little poster in the bathroom too. Daniel say, Daniel say something in Fort Worth. No, Daniel says the uh, <laughs> we're not interested. He says something no about the bathroom. Out. Hey, you know, edit this down. Don't make me look like a dumbass. Dude, I'm not going to edit it. You're fine. It's we've only talked for like 30 minutes or so, 32 minutes. This, it's been fun. It's always just, 
a conversation. That's how I do it these days. I play like a few songs and then I have like a little 30 minute phone call with somebody and then maybe I'll play a couple more songs and that'll be the end of the show. And so it's kind of like half music, you know, like, like playlist or whatever and like half interview. And so, well, I mean, should we end it with a rifle shot? Yeah, man, for sure. All right, well, here's the shot from the 22 mags. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> See, I could do it too, but you know, and and they probably wouldn't even call the cops. No, they probably wouldn't call the cops. That's how. That's how I was. I was telling somebody the other day. I was like, "That's how we keep our property taxes low. Anytime it starts to go up, we just go outside and, and shoot a couple of rounds in the air." Yeah. Well, you know, we just do that to make sure the barrel's clear once in a while. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Dude, it's really fun catching up with you. Peace, man. Hey, actually, thank you for taking the time and the initiative to get in touch with me. So, so few people have since I've moved, and and that means a lot. That means more than anything to me. Oh, dude, it's my pleasure. I'm, I'm no, serious. thank you. I'm 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 not just blowing smoke. I've seriously been walking the dog, and I think about you all the time when I'm in that area. I'm like, man, I wish Caleb still lived over here. I, I, I do. I, seriously, I'm not just saying that because we're on the phone. And so whenever I saw you online, I was like, ah, oh, I was just thinking about him. And oh, he's got a new song. I was like, ah, I've got a reason to call him and talk to him about this. So, you know, I I think it's cool. You know, I've I've missed you. You know, you're one of my favorite people around here. Whenever you're, you're around here, you're always in, in something cool. And so anytime you're doing anything, you, you let me know and I'll push it because it's always awesome dude and this stuff right here is really good i've really enjoyed the first couple of tracks and i really look forward to seeing what's coming out next well man your words mean so much thank thank you for the kind words because uh it it really it just means a lot to me that you took the time to listen and and it means even more to me again that you that you miss me because you know what i miss you and, and i miss i miss all the people and places of fort worth yeah, yeah. And uh, just go have a shot of espresso for me at Craftwork and okay. and uh, and go to the and tell Ben Hans I love him. I'll do it. And, uh, <laughs> and, and man, and thanks for um, making me part of what you're doing. That means a lot to me. Yeah, man, for sure. Awesome, brother. All right, call anytime. Like uh, we're out here in the woods. If I don't get you, I'm probably down there getting a hog or something. Okay, I'll do it, man. It's good talking to you. <laughs> It's good talking to you and be well and uh, and soak it up, you know, uh, long live Funky Town. All right, man. Well, long live the Stanislaus. Thank you. Later on, brother. Later. Bye. Right, bye. Tried to see how far I'd run He stared down the barrel of his gun My gray coat began to blend in With the stormy skies below Lane Bend He must have aimed high when he took his shot Cause it ricocheted off the rock I was out of sight behind a tree I could hear them coming after me Hey, gray coat, where can you go If there ain't no way Yeah, you better hide Yeah, you better lay low 
there a month or so They finally caught me there unaware I guess I got a little careless there They walked me to the top of Red Bluff Bullets just weren't good enough I ran and jumped from the highest peak I could hear them holler after me Hey Grey Coat, where can you go? Better lay low Ain't too long Till the break of day 